COVID-19 update from the Oklahoma City County Health Department. I'm Ken Johnson. Well, still COVID is an issue in our community and nationwide, and we're joined by the Chief Operations Officer, Phil Maytebe, for the Oklahoma City County Health Department. Phil, how are you today? Good. Nice to talk to you, Ken. Well, I guess my first question is, as far as OCCHD and its clinical operations, is there an update on when the clinics may reopen? Sure, Ken. Uh, you know, we've been trying to finish up our some some pretty big projects that we needed to utilize nursing staff. So we will resume our operations on June 8th. So that's next next Monday. So what we will do, you know, in the mornings at, at, at both of our north and south locations, we will still be doing swab pods in the morning from 7 to 9. Right. So our clinic uh, operations will resume at 10. So that's that's how that's going to work at South. On the north side, uh, yeah, same thing, 10 o'clock. All right, so 10, 10 a.m. to around 4.30 p.m. for clinical operations. Yes, sir. Very good. And uh, in case our audience doesn't know where our locations are, we'll be putting those up on the screen throughout the interview. Again, we have a Southern Oaks campus at 6728 South Hudson, and then our Northeast Regional Health and Wellness campus, specifically the Gary Cox uh, Partner Building 2700 Northeast 63rd in the Northeast Quadrant of Oklahoma City. Phil, uh, I know that we've had some conversations uh, related to the general public, as we continue to reopen in the uh, the metro, the businesses, there still is a feeling of um, nervousness about going back to work. What can you tell us uh, related to how business owners possibly can relieve those fears among their workers coming back into the building? Sure, Ken. You know, for a lot of folks have been uh, kind of stuck in their homes and all they have to do is, is watch the news reports, which for the longest time, I mean, it would have driven anybody insane listening to that. But I will, I just want to put this in perspective. Our testing, uh, our positivity rates for COVID now for both antibody and, and uh, RT-PCR testing, which is what we use for active case uh, trans or tracing, they're both below 4%. So, that tells me that that's a pretty good look about the number of people that we have in our community. We thought it was going to be higher than that, but that looks like where it really is right now. It's around 4%. So what we need people to realize is, you know, you don't need to be scared. You just need to be prepared to do what you need to do to make it as safe as you can for yourself, which is, you know, we're still throughout and throughout this COVID-19 endeavor. I mean, we're going to continue to, preach the same things that we started with, which are hand washing, wear face protection, social distance when you can, and we're going to continue to go with that and then and don't go to work ill. So as long as people really do that and are cognizant of it, just people need to get used to it. This is the way things are going to be, at least for you know the near future. This is the new normal. So people need to get used to wearing masks when they can to protect not all. It's really to protect others from you. And then making sure you wash your hands frequently, watch what you touch. And, and for businesses, you know, to make sure that they have good cleaning processes in place and they've addressed issues as far as dealing with walk-up customers and things of that nature. But, uh, you know, I think it's, it's the reality of the situation that we're in right now. You know, the economy is pretty much 
open again. I mean, there are still a few limitations, but it's, this is we're going to have to get used to because this is how it's going to probably remain. Well, at least encouraging news with the uh, the numbers uh, still staying uh, relatively flat or declining, and that's that's great news. Uh, Phil, what would you tell the uh, the listener and viewer related to uh, other operations within OCCHD? Uh, is it best to call ahead to find out what will be open and what may be still on a limited basis? Uh, yes, that's, that's always good uh, because, you know, different things come up from time to time. You know, we're still an incident command system for COVID-19, which means at any time we may have to pull some staff away to deal with a specific item that's arose, you know, related to COVID-19. So it's always a good idea to call ahead to make sure that uh, the people that you were either going to talk to or meet with or whatever it is to make sure that that's still going to occur. The importance of our contact tracing uh, and what we're doing with that. Why is that so vital? Well, Ken, uh, I, I don't know if people realize this, but the whole economy is sitting on our shoulders right now. Because our ability to keep hospitalizations low and keep outbreaks uh, suppressed or, or, you know, at least mitigated, right. completely on our ability to test and to do contact tracing. So that is why it is so important. And I, I think everybody's aware. I think there's been enough out there on the news about how contract tracing really works. Basically, when we get a positive test, we interview those folks, and then it just goes out from there to, to all the contacts that they've had, you know, in, within a given time frame. And then we also talk to those folks and then recommend whatever's needed, whether that be testing or isolation or whatever that might be. And our nurses will never ask for any personal data as well, right, Phil? We do not. We're not going to. Well, I'll just tell you, we're never going to ask for anything financial. So if some if somebody's calling you and asking for that right now, we pretty much just ask for a name and a date of birth. And that's how we move forward. We don't really need much other than that. Because, I mean, if, we, if we've already got you listed as a contact, we already have probably a way to contact you through the initial case. So. Yes, and people need to be aware that there are some scams out there. So, uh, you know, we're trying to make sure that people actually do answer the calls from contact tracers. So, uh, I mean, if you have questions, start asking them questions. If it's somebody that's really doing something that they're not supposed to do, they'll probably reveal themselves in some way. Very good. We're listening to Phil Maytubby, Chief Operations Officer for the Oklahoma City County Health Department. Our final question on this uh, segment related to the importance of those who are participating in public protests across the Oklahoma County area. How vital is it that they maintain or wear a mask or maintain some distance? Oh, it is vital. And, you know, we've worried about it a little bit. You know, we, we know that people are going to be out there and we don't have an issue with that. The, but one thing that we would still strongly encourage is, is to try to stay away from each other as much as possible wear your mask, and definitely don't go out if you're ill. So please do that. I mean, we're, we're, we've been concerned that we might get a case rise related around that, and, that, you know, that's yet to be determined. But we will, that's, that's where Oklahoma City County Health Department's at right now. Our website is a, a fount of information. Phil, tell us about our website. Sure. We have all kinds of information that we've been putting up since the inception of COVID-19. 
So if you want to go to OCCHD.org, and you can look at just about anything that we keep that updated pretty much on a daily basis as far as guidance, and you can get linkages to just about anything you want to look at through that website. Folks, that's Phil Maytubby, Chief Operations Officer for the Oklahoma City County Health Department. Phil, thanks for your time today on this COVID-19 update. No problem. Thanks, Ken.